All right, we're here on episode nine of the York Duke Activities Podcast. We have a special guest here today from out of the country, our own foreign exchange student, Elvira Eek. She comes to us from Sweden. Um, her name actually has more names than that, but I can't say them, so I'll let her do that. Um, so, <laughs> first of all, give us your full name. In Swedish or English? In English. Ebba Elvira Karita Eek. What is it in Swedish? Ebba Elvira Karita Eek. That's exactly why I couldn't say it. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, let's paint a picture for everyone about where you're from. So, what town in Sweden are you from? Okay, so I'm from Pattile, which is a smaller town outside the big town of Gothenburg. Okay. So, Gothenburg... I've heard the, of Gothenburg. Yeah, it's the second largest city in Sweden, actually. Okay. Um, so, Gothenburg is like 500,000 people in the city center, and I live just outside the city center in Pattile with 40,000 people. Uh, so, compared to York, it's big. Right. Even though I've always felt like it's pretty small, but it's not really when you like think about sure. it. And yeah, it looks different. Like, it's not as flat as Nebraska. It's a lot of mountains and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Does Sweden have, like, states or provinces? Or is it all just one? We have counties, we call okay. it. So I think we have about 25 counties in Sweden. Uh, and I live in the southern part in, like, the west, southwest. Okay. So that's, like, what my county is called. And then within the counties, we have different cities and, like, towns. Because sure. they're all not that big you enter the foreign exchange program right you get placed in york nebraska mm-hmm. what's the first thought that goes through your head well so the first thing that they told me over the phone was nebraska and then you just start like you yeah i've heard nebraska but i know absolutely nothing of it i don't know where it is and they're like yeah it's pretty much in the middle so you're like okay <laughs> still that doesn't really tell yeah. me a lot uh and then york so you know you i google york and the water tower pops up. And I'm sure. like, okay, there's a water tower. And then one of my favorite websites when I travel is TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. Tells me like what to go, what to do, where to go. And then the, <laughs> there's one thing that TripAdvisor tells you to see, and that's the water tower. So I was like, okay, well, there's a water tower. I get that. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to see that. Right. Um, but yeah, there's not a lot of information about York online, though. I, sure. I try to find as much as possible. But I was very excited Going to, because 8,000, that's a small town to me, but there are a lot smaller towns in the U.S., in Nebraska. So I was just super happy to see that there was like, there were movie theaters, you could bowl, and there was a school that looked like good. So I was just really excited to, like, I, it it became a lot more real when you have your placement. Like, okay, I'm going to York, and it's going to be great, and I'm excited to like try to live in a small town and see if that works for me. Awesome. Yeah. So... Um, Tell us about your family. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I have two younger brothers, Victor and Edwin. They're 15 and 12 years old. And then I have a mom and a dad, Erica and Daniel, and a dog, a beagle. Um, What do your parents do? My dad's a scientist. He works with developing new instruments to measure how patients experience clinical trials uh, when it comes to cancer treatment. Hmm. And my mom, she works for a car company, Audi. And she's an ambassador, and she works a lot with PR, marketing, and events. Um, have they, do they travel outside of the country a lot? My dad travels a lot in his work, and my mom went on an exchange to Chicago 30 years ago. Wow. And then she worked for the uh, exchange organization that I'm here with, STS, for 13 years. So, like, I grew up with her working mm-hmm. for an exchange organization. And, yeah, they travel both and work. 
Okay, so there is a ton of stuff we could talk about, and right. I don't want this to <laughs> go on for an hour, but I want to hit some of the more interesting things. Yeah. So personally, I'm fascinated by the differences in the school systems mm-hmm. from the United States to other countries. Yeah. So I know there's probably too many to name, but what are some of the biggest differences you've experienced so far just in the school system as a whole? Right. Okay, so as a senior here at York High School, um, some big differences have been getting used to having the same schedule every single day. That's not something that I'm used to. Uh, I'm used to having a very free schedule where it's a lot up to me to get my stuff done, and it's pretty much just study hall every single day, Hmm. and you get your work on Monday, and then you make sure that it's done on Friday. So that's something that has been new to me, you know, walking from class to class, and then another, like, a huge difference is the fact that I have different people in every single class. Like, right. I'm with different people in every single subject. While in Sweden, it's me and 29 kids from 8 to 3 every single day. Like, for three years, which is high school in Sweden, three years. Wow. And then also in Sweden, elementary school and middle school is sort of, like, put together. So you go, like, first grade to ninth grade. So our freshman year is, like, in the middle school or right. whatever. And then once you're 15 or 16, depending on when you have your birthday, it's up to you. Do you want to continue? Do you want to go to high school? You don't have to. Hmm. But if you want to work in the future, that's what you right. should do. But then you have to pick a line of studies. Like you have to pick a branch. Sort of like, what do you want to do? What are you interested in? Languages or social studies? Or in my case, nature and science. So that's what I had to pick at 16. I pretty much had to pick like, what do I want to do in the future? Like most likely. Right. And then once you've picked your branch, then that's that kind of high school that you have to go to. And you read a lot more nature and science stuff. And maybe you don't get to read like the history parts and the Mm -hmm. religion parts. You sort of have to like pick your niche at 16 in Sweden. What happens if you feel like after a year you pick the wrong one? And that happens (laughs) very often, especially when especially people pick nature and science to keep many doors open. They realize that, okay, maybe I don't want to be a marine biologist after all. And then you, you can switch, Okay. but then it's up to you to the things that you missed your first year and like the other branch that you have to like right. read that on the side. And that's a lot of responsibility, but at the same time, that's what we learn in school in Sweden to take that responsibility. Sure. And if that's something you're willing to do, then that's possible. Hmm. Um, so after high school, mm-hmm. what are the options for students in Sweden? The options are when you go to high school, you can pick either a program like nature and science is one of those programs. We have six of them that prepare you for further studies, further education and like harder stuff. And then there are other ones that prepare you for going out to work when you're done. Sure. So m- people are very, they're encouraging the youths to pick these six preparing for college type of programs. The other ones are if you like already have, I know I want to be a mechanic, so I might as well go to, go to like a mechanic school. Right. But if you pick one of these six, then what you're encouraged to do is to go like onto university, as we call it. Uh, so that's what you're encouraged to do. And that's what they talk about like in high school. Right. Like, okay, you're going to do this now, but you, this doesn't really matter. What matters is that you know what you want to do after. So that's what they're like telling us from the age of 16. And what do you want to do when you grow sure. up? And that freaked me out, freaks a lot of people out. Like I have no clue what to do. Uh, but that's something that encourages us to like think about all the time. Like, okay, you're doing this now, but what do you want to do next? Right. So, obviously, what we're told in school is pretty much that this is not your last years of school. It's yeah. going to be more to come. Like, right. yeah. So, talking about the classes that you're in right now. Yeah. What's been your favorite class so far? Um, 
I would have to say that my favorite class so far has been American history. Because we don't read a lot about American history sure. since I live in Sweden, Scandinavia, Europe. That's a lot. Well, like, that's what we read yep. about. And then it's very, very interesting to hear all these things, to learn all these things from an American's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been told, like, okay, this is what the Swedes did. We were pretty much sitting here. This was going on in the rest of the world, but we right. were doing this and whatever. Well, now I hear, like, the action, like, what actually happened. And also to see it from, like, the different perspective of, like, why. Because now we're talking about, like, why didn't the Swedes do anything? Yeah. That, we don't talk about that in Sweden. We're like, <laughs> we didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about why. Uh, but, yeah, that's been very interesting. And I've learned a lot that I think I'll be able to use when I get back to Sweden, too. <clears throat> so are there any opinions, say, when someone in Sweden learns a piece of American history where... Maybe they have a negative opinion of it, but you learn it here and we think that it's a positive. Sure. I mean, there are two sides of every coin mm-hmm. and many times I feel like we're looking at different, the different sides and we're like on different sides and things. But then <laughs> I come from a country that has been at peace for over a hundred years. Right. So we're very like in Sweden, like let's, let's not get involved. <laughs> well, here in America, it's like. You're, you're the big Let's thing. Let's do everything, yeah. Let's do everything. Yep. <laughs> we'll see what the rest of the countries do. So, yes. But then I think that's only good for me to be able to share my, like, the Swedish opinions and to be able to, like, get um, feedback on that right. while also be able to, like, take in these other opinions and, like, understand them. That's just giving me a broad perspective, I think. Awesome. Um, let's talk a little sports or mm-hmm. activities. Right. Um, since this is an activity podcast... We've talked before about how there's not really any sports within the school system in right. Sweden. That's weird to the United States because sports are a huge thing. Yes. Um, are there any activities within the within the school system? Okay, so Swedish schools lately have been trying to get more activities going and try to like work with other schools mm-hmm. to get sort of the school spirit that we talk about in the U.S. Right. And that is completely, we don't know what that is in Sweden, <laughs> what school spirit, that's not yeah. a thing. Uh, so we do have some activities. Something that's really big in Sweden is to go together and have like charity concerts. There's this huge thing in Sweden during December every single year called Music Help. So they it's a different theme every single year. So this year it's like kids being sold to trafficking and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so then my school in Sweden, they have a concert, a charity concert where you can perform and we collect money for this. I think they got like over ten thousand dollars this year so like they work very hard to get that going and then uh, we have other activities where it's like schools against schools and like we have mascots so they're supposed to like do tricks and whatever (laughs) but compared like if you guys very new if and if you guys saw this you would laugh at us and be like (laughs) what the heck are you doing because it's so new but at least we're trying to like get more into mm-hmm. this like not school being just like work pretty much because that's how some youths feel like they go to school and they just work and it's boring and right. stuff like that yeah and i think in the united states it would be almost the opposite where a lot of people feel like there's too much emphasis on activities and sports right. and not enough on the school part that's what i think is so interesting here yep. some kids like some of my friends were uh, academics and sports is like on the same level while right. in sweden academics is up here and like activities that's not that's that's in your spare time when you do right. that yeah so outside of school what are the major sports that people are interested in in sweden it would be Soccer is like the biggest one. 
And then we have a lot of winter sports. So ice hockey is very big. And then also like skiing is big. Uh, for me personally, those haven't been my sports. Right. I've played handball, which some people here have no clue what it is. <laughs> and then tennis has been my sport. Um, but soccer and basketball is also a big thing in Sweden. But sure. like if you guys went to a Swedish basketball game, that wouldn't look the same to you because we're not as good at it as you guys right. are. But we're pretty good at soccer. Yeah. So what's been your favorite sport to watch while you've been here? Um, well, that's hard. I've only been to one basketball game so far, and that was a lot of fun. But like American football has been so much fun to me since it's been completely new. Mm-hmm. And first game, I knew nothing, understood absolutely nothing. And then like learning the sport while watching right. my team play has been so cool. Yeah. So and I you picked a good year to come. I did, for <laughs> sure. Like that's what I said. I've been in Sweden. You guys have never won. Now I'm here and now you won. I'm there just saying, go. I just yep. want to put that out yep. there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, do, do people in Sweden watch much American sports? Um, that would have to be if you're like super interested in that for some reason. Right. Like I know some people like baseball, but that's not something that you can find on Swedish channels at sure. all. You would have to have like American channels to be able to watch that. American football, some people play rugby, but yeah. I've been told that that's not the same thing. So I guess not. Not quite. And basketball is a big thing. Like a lot of people watch NBA. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so you yourself play a lot of tennis. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you plan to play tennis here. I for am, the school. yeah. Um, how did you get into the sport or what's your first, your experiences so far with the sport? Okay, so my dad has always played tennis. And I grew up in a family where you had to play tennis. Like, that was the thing that we all did. So at the age of five, I started playing. And luckily, I liked it. Because I, I think I would still be playing even if I did it in my family. But, yeah, I loved it. And I kept on playing. And it was hard to make it work with school. Because, what I'm t- like, the school doesn't care if you have a tennis tournament. Right. Like, they won't dismiss you for that. So it was really hard to find a balance with, balance with school, work, and tennis. But I stuck to it. And... Like, I work as a coach in Sweden now, so I've been able to, like, make it a bigger part of my life, which has been awesome. And now when I'm here, I'm just super excited to be able to combine it with school in a different way and be able to have it as a bigger part of my everyday life. And we're going to throw uh, Reed under the bus here <laughs> and say that you just played him, right? For the second time, we can say that, too. Okay. This was the rematch because I won the first match. Okay. So, <laughs> so you beat Reed Malik twice. Right. And so we're just going to put that on record. Uh-huh. And I think there's some proof somewhere on Instagram about Reed, that. you were serving good today, though, but it didn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about life in general okay. in York. Um, what have you done so far um, that you've had a really good experience with? Uh, well, first of all, I just have to put that out there. They're like, York is an amazing community. Because I was pretty, like, yeah, 8,000, it's... It's a small town, but it's still a lot of people. But I feel like people have been so welcoming. So, like, my just big experience of York so far has been amazing. And, like, get the things that you guys do, like, like trying to involve people. And it's it's just amazing. We went to the, like, you had a Christmas thing downtown. Mm -hmm. Just so many people come to watch. And it's just fantastic. And then also, like, the state championship in Lincoln. Where, like, the entire town of York just went there together. That was something that's, for me, very cool to see that people like come together like that and then I've really enjoyed all of these school activities like going to softball games going to football games going to volleyball games all of that uh and then I've also been able to do some like charity work and that's been so much fun like downtown like goodwill and stuff and being able to help out and it's been a lot of fun awesome so 
I don't want you to, you don't have to name any names or anything like that, but tell me, coming from another country, what you would consider is weird in the United <laughs> States. Like, what do people do where you're just not quite sure about? Okay. Um, well, I would have to start with eating corn dogs. And I don't have to say names because I feel like you guys all do that. And to me, that's very weird. That's really funny that you said that because last year we had Gio. Right. Gio said the exact same thing. He did? About corn dogs. Yep. Yeah. To us Europeans, that's just crazy. And like <laughs> when someone can't really tell me what it is, that makes me not want to eat it again. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. Okay. So food in general is a big thing to me. Um, like the habits are different, very different, but like I'm getting into it though. So I feel like I have your habits now. Not a good thing. <laughs> it does not have to be a good thing. And then what else is weird? Um, I feel like, but that's a good thing. So that's not a weird thing, but to me, it's different to be so very welcoming and open and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I feel like in Sweden, it would be a lot harder for an American student to go to Sweden right. and find that person's place like that would be so hard for me that has been easy because people are so weird and so welcoming mm -hmm. and so you know so that's just been a great thing when you walk around york yeah. you can see all different kinds of people you've got caucasian people you've got african-american people you've mm -hmm. got a hispanic population you have a lot of different socioeconomic people with uh, more wealth people with not as much wealth there's yeah. just a big diversity is that the same over there or is it more homogenous i guess that's what i was gonna like you're right it's not as like we don't have the sure. same diversity in sweden at all it's very in sweden there are different areas so like um and it's pretty segregated i would mm -hmm. say especially like when it comes to the schools because you need certain grades to get into certain schools which means that you end up with the schools with people with awesome grades and people with no grades pretty right. much and that's what i don't like about the system in sweden that you at an early age of 16 that's when you start separating people mm -hmm. from each other and you start putting people who are alike into one box pretty much boxing them out from other people so i would say that that is very different and that's something that i've thought about a lot how here in york at york high school too like that there are a lot of different people here mm -hmm. and I'm used to everyone being pretty much the same right. when it comes to like background, family, money, all that. That's different here. I'll leave you with this question. Okay. Um, what are your plans after you graduate from York High School? Okay. So my plans are go back to Sweden, unfortunately, and I have two years of school left. So I'm going to have to finish those. Once I'm done with school, I'll probably take a year off and work and then I'm going to travel We'll see if I can make a stop in York <laughs> and see more of the world. And then like 10 years from now, I'm hoping to live somewhere, maybe not Sweden. And I want to be able to travel in my work. Sure. And yeah, because I feel like there's so much more to see. Very good. Well, in your travels, I hope you make a couple stops back here in York. I hope so too. Love to have you. So thanks for being on our podcast. Thank you for letting me be on it. Guys, thanks so much for listening. This podcast is supported by Curtis Clothing and Gift Boutique. Curtis in downtown York, Nebraska is the place to go for fashionable and affordable women's clothing and gift items. They're located at 120 East 5th Street, just south of the courthouse. Come see them to get the perfect outfit or gift for any occasion.